Do you like exclusive stuff? Yes, yes sir. sir. Do you like having access to your favourite podcast hosts in a way like never before? Yeah, absolutely. Do you wish you had access to our old Survivor Oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online? Oh, yeah. If you answered yes to one, two or all of those questions, then get excited because the Oz Network is now on Patreon. <laughs> That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made. You're listening to the Oz TV podcast only on the Oz Network. It is the Oz Network coming to you again for an episode of 24. We are the third of the way through season three as we are up to episode eight, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. It's dark outside in Old El El Paso, (laughs) Mexico. That's the name of the town. Um, and there's lots of coffee to be drunk, lots of people to be yelled at, and lots of plot to try and plot to fill in some plot, which actually makes more plot holes. Uh, this was first aired on the 16th of December, 2003. Merry Christmas to our 2003 listeners. It was written by Robert Cochran and Howard Gordon, directed by Ian Toynton, and the production number was 3AFF08. <laughs> I feel like we never say that, but there you go. Um, my name is Ben, and you were a man once. Colin, what happened to you? And my name is Colin, and everything I touch goes bad. Don't shed any tears for me, because I don't deserve it. Don't put the gun on your head, Colin. No. <laughs> um, this episode is interesting. Um, <laughs> I feel like <laughs> the writers of this season were like, okay, we're going a certain direction. We like this, but we don't know where to go from here. So let's retcon it all by introducing a big twist where we explain everything in a Jack Bauer infomercial in the first five minutes of this episode. <laughs> and literally none of it will make sense, but let's go with it because Jack's got a Jack and Chase has got a Chase yeah, yeah. and Wendy Crewson's got to witness suicide. And that's what's going to happen this episode. Um, it's like, like I've enjoyed this season so much. And then this episode comes along and it's like, what just made the first seven episodes basically pointless? Because um, we're going to move forward into meet now next part of the season. I mean, it's not a terrible episode. I'm not going to bin this episode, but it's 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 interesting because seriously, the first five minutes are just basically like, hey, those first seven episodes you enjoyed, fuck you, you've got more to watch. Let's move on. Yeah, yeah, I think a lot of my issues in this episode is going to be reserved for the stuff that I found most enjoyable to watch in this episode, and it's because I know where we're going from here. And because I know how, how awkward the handoff is going to be from one section of the season to another. And it's become very obvious to me in this episode, why season three was always the one that, that the show started getting associated with that three act arc. You know, we're going to have the first eight episodes, the next eight episodes, the next eight episodes. It literally is right. Line in the sand, <laughs> start over, start again. Um, and, and you're talking about the Jack stuff. I mean, for me, the frustration is going to be where we're going to go with Palmer drama for here, mm. because it's basically like the end of a season. And it's the end <laughs> of a season that seems to come out of nowhere uh, that I really feel like this could have been so much better if they gave themselves. I don't know, like if it wasn't the writer's room the, the week of. All right. What are we going to do? All right. Let's wrap everything up. Like if, if they had had two more weeks to plan this, maybe this could have been a little bit more coherent. 
Yeah, I mean, I definitely have problems with the Palmer stuff too. Don't worry. Like, I mean, it's kind of like Wendy Crewson walks into a room, a guy kills herself, kills himself, her ex-husband. She's just like, hey, Palmer, you know that relationship? Yeah, kind of over it. Let's move on. <laughs> um, and like, the end. Bye. Thanks, Wendy Crewson. Here's your paycheck. Um, like, that's She it. literally has a line, are you all right? She goes, yeah, I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the love of her life just murders like self right in front of her and like but like it's like, we're talking about it now this is palmer drama like wendy cruson's buggered off she's gone like oh ted i'll talk to you he's all like wendy cruson i'm sorry for blackmailing you here is every document that proves you're innocent <laughs> what's that a gun Oh, I've just got a raccoon problem. I'm not going to kill myself. No, don't do it, Ted. Struggle, struggle, struggle. Bang. Oh, hi, Palmer. Um, yeah, by the way, you're completely out of the blue. Cool. Um, um, we're breaking up. Uh, good luck with the re-election. Bye. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm fine. Bye. <laughs> that is Wendy Crewson's story arc in 24. I forget that it literally ends so abruptly. And like, yeah. I'm like, does this make everything go away? Like no, it creates bigger problems. (laughs) Exactly, this is like no time to die. Oh, it's all of Spectre. They're all here. What a convenience! (laughs) Like, you're right. Like, this creates more of a thing. Like, like I'm sorry, I'm a journalist. We investigate. Like, aren't they going to be like, so okay? Um, so Keela had evidence that proved that Anne was like maybe in some shady deals. Oh, what's that? We've got some documents. Oh, she's completely innocent. How did she get them? Her ex-husband committed suicide right in front of her? Oh, that wouldn't be a conspiracy. The US government would never be complicit in conspiracies about murder. Jeffrey Epstein. So, like, (laughs) absolutely, completely fine. Over and done with. Let's move on to Gina Torres coming in in a few weeks because that's where all the drama's at. Uh (laughs) Let's not forget, she is the only witness to his suicide exactly. <laughs> this is coming off the debate where palmer got so frozen up that he he me like, i'm gonna end this debate and then like an hour and a half later this man that the, the, the center of the controversy kills Damn. himself with her being the only person present and how is she not being full like she is the girl i don't care if this isn't some type of scandal with her and her ex-husband Let's just talk about her being the girlfriend of the president. Somebody's accompanying her to Subway if she's getting lunch, okay? <laughs> They're definitely accompanying her to the her ex-husband. Balls. Yeah, like her ex-husband's house with all these papers. And everything. like he said, I love that he keeps saying, these papers prove your innocence. And I love when Wayne's going through, oh, this is good. This is very good. This definitely proves 100% innocence. He reads like two words. <laughs> yes, there, it literally says right there, Anne is innocent. Oh, this proves that you're fine. You're good, Mr. President. It's, 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 but like you, you said it before, it's kind of like they've just gone like, cool, plot over, let's move on. And like, again, this is meant to be on a day where there's meant to be a virus, but we'll get to that. The, uh, where is the press hounding him that he's just walked out of a freaking yeah. debate? He's just chilling. This is season two, Palmer again. Oh, nuclear bombs <laughs> on. All right, what's on the game on? All right, the Nationals are playing. Sweet, come on. Like, he's just chilling. Like, I mean, and Wayne's just coming in going, all right, got rid of Wayne. Uh, and let's get you back on Tinder, Huggy Bear. Let's go on there. <laughs> come on. Um, and like, but he's not even, like, he's a little bit cut up. He's poor. I mean, poor old Palmer. He's lost his beloved Wendy Cruz oh, yeah. and he's had a hard life. Well- Correction, right? as as they state, he's ripped up. <laughs> yeah, we ripped up. But like, but also like, am I like you know, uh, Colin? You've never had heartbreak. You've had a lucky life. But like, like <laughs> I'm I'm questioning the, the the timing of this. Like, hey, um, so yeah, Ted killed himself. You're innocent. Gotta go now. Like, 
are you innocent, uh, Wendy Chris? Yeah, I'm completely innocent. Bye. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like Sherry never like stood in front of someone while they murdered themselves. Well, stay tuned later this season. But um, (laughs) like, I mean, even Sherry didn't go that far, you know? Like, okay, she kind of was complicit in bringing a nuclear bomb onto US soil, but that's another story. Like, I mean, (laughs) she had her reasons. She's Sherry Palmer. But, like, I mean, is Palmer just going to be like, oh, well, another one bites the dust. You know, she's back to Tim Allen. Um, <laughs> and then, but then does Wendy Crewson, like, does she just strong eyes like, yeah, I'm the one who dumped a sitting president. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm Wendy fucking Crewson. I mean, she's a baller right now. I mean, she got rid of Tim Allen, you know, Harrison <laughs> Ford, sitting U.S. president. Come on. You know the what she is? Spider-Man. She's the political version of Taylor Swift now. <laughs> yeah, far out. The only difference is she doesn't write crap music that we're going to listen to for the rest of our lives. And people say it's iconic. Um, do, do you know what my favorite part of this is? Like, you, you summed it up perfectly. It's like, all right, I got to go now. Bye. And Palmer's like, well, I just wanted to be like, as soon as she walked up, wait a second, I still need a doctor. I was poisoned. <laughs> Where's my treatment? Because <laughs> Wayne literally says, like, is this a medical issue? No, I just need some sugar loving, Wayne. You're right. Like, I mean, like at the point where she's just like, oh, I've got to go now. But like, shouldn't she be like, I've left some, like, of my colleagues with you yeah. who will look after you. His hand is falling off. Like, he's going to have a heart attack. <laughs> Well, I also want, I really want it to be where Ted has the gun. Like, first of all, the scene where she's wrestling it away from him looks so bad because he's got the gun right to his head and she, as slowly as she could possibly move, moves into him, grabs the gun, turns it upwards. It's like, he has a million chances to to pull the trigger if he wants to there. And I just want her to be like, no, no, if you're going to do it, shoot yourself in the neck because you can survive that. (laughs) You might just collapse for two seconds. It's a bit dramatic, but you'll get right back up again. We'll get to that. But, like, I mean, do they not repeat this in a much superior way later in this season, a scene that I would say might make our top five at the end of this season? Like, I mean, you know, Gina Torres does it better. I don't know who this Ted guy is, oh, yeah. but you're shit. Well, uh, <laughs> this is the problem. Like, we, I think this is where I'm running to. I don't have a lot of top five moments so far, and we're a third of the way through the season. I feel like we had more top five moments in season two. But yeah. the, the, the things that I would have gone into the season thinking this would be a top five moment, as soon as we get there, we're like, well, that was flatter than I thought it would be. Like, this is so rushed. We needed a bigger buildup to Ted. We can't just have it be one week ago where he's willing to conspire with these other people to overthrow the president and his ex-wife. And then he's like, oh, I had a change of heart. I'm going to kill myself. Like, have a phone conversation. Who is that? The, the guy, um, that, that Canadian actor that um, uh, last year was, William what's, what's her name? No, <laughs> you're going to go through Avril Lavigne. Avril Lavigne. Uh, Michael no, J. The, Fox. The, Mike what's Myers. her name? Uh, what's her name that we hated? Uh, Michelle's brother. Um, oh, like Michelle's geez. brother. They they did a better job building up his character by talking about him being unstable. Throw a line out there about Ted being unstable. Throw a line out there where Ted's on the phone. Even if you don't want to cast an actor, you just have no Ted. Ted, no, you, you got so much to live for. Like, give us something so it's not just suddenly he commits suicide and here's all the evidence. Yeah, we're like, no, not Ted, no Ted. Oh, but like this could have been a really big dramatic moment, and I kind of remember this as being one of the big dramatic moments. But then you get here and you're like, well, that's not. Not satisfying at all. We saw him what near a car when Wayne drove off on the phone. And like, like, what, what? Who is he? Like, what is the point of this? Like, I mean, like, because this is it. No more Anne. This is literally Wendy Crewson's gone. She's buggered off to Canada now. Yeah. She's this is it. Bye, Wendy Crewson. Thanks for joining Twenty Four. Like, it's like, what is the point? This this is what's his face? Dirt face blonde man from the beginning <laughs> of this season. It's kind of like okay, and like, I love this season, but like, it's just 
like, and you talk about being rushed. This season hasn't been rushed for the most part. Yeah. Season two was rushed. It's, they've done well with this season, but it's just kind of like literally the writers have gone, fuck, all right, no, 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 right, move on. Palmer needs to do better shit. And yeah. Then, and she's not winning cruising. And that, that's where I'm saying, like, I feel like there were more top five moments with season two. And it was probably because we were more forgiving a season two, knowing like, this is as good as it's going to get, you know? Uh, and, and we've had like Jack on heroin and we've had Tony getting shot in the neck and we've had this. And these are all, if you had done it right, those are all top five moments. But like here, it's just like, all right, another person dies. We're going to yep. wash our hands clean of that. It's done. Um, do we really have anything? Like, I feel like the rest of the episode is all tied into one. Is it not? Like, I mean, I guess the Jack stuff mm-hmm. buys it, but like, I feel like we do. We need to explain the the Jack infomercial before we get to that. <laughs> not like, really. I mean, we watched last week. <laughs> well, I, I want to read out his speech because it's just filled with so many holes. Um, let's let's. I, I guess we could just do CTU because I mean. We'll get, we'll, I'll explain, oh, let's just do Jack's explanation with Palmer and then kind of CTU and then we'll do the uh, the Salazar's. So, of course, the big plot, the big cliffhanger last week was like, oh, this has all been a plan. Like, oh. So then, you know, I love how we sit there and like, basically it's just like, to- get me the president. So, I mean, Palmer's not doing anything, clearly. So <laughs> I love how like, I love Palmer's sitting around his table and he's like, hello, Tony Almeida. I'm sitting here with Wade Palmer. <laughs> My partner, but I'm he's, he's boss, boss Nass. You're going to go to the planet core. <laughs> Misa send you to this planet core. Misa not like the Naboo. Misa the killer like... think he's so smart. Eh? We don't like this, uh, the Senator Killer. Um, <laughs> we just basically were like, I've been, a, I'm a very busy man, Tony. This is my chief stop. Wait, I love how he says Wayne Palmer, like. Yes, Mr. President, I watch the news. I know your brother is your chief of staff. <laughs> Thanks. Like, does, does Joe Biden sit there and go, this is my vice president, Kamala Harris? Oh, a woman. A woman. A uh, woman. <laughs> like, I don't think that's how it works. Um, so, but th- this is like, oh, God. I, I love how, like, Tony's like, myself, Guy Allen, Jack have been involved in a very, you know, complex sting operation, which I believe this short infomercial of Jack Bauer may explain. <laughs> <laughs> Access the following code CTU one two three doggy. Okay, I'm gonna read this because Twenty Four Wiki have gotten the speech. Because like, I feel this is just hilarious. Like, this is just so like, hey, writers, we're gonna forget everything. All right, <clears throat> I- I'm not gonna impersonate Jack Bauer because no one's that good, Mister President. <laughs> the fact you are viewing this recording now means that I have successfully completed the first phase of a secret operation. Contrary to what you have been led to believe, the Salazars are not in possession of the Cordilla, Cordilla virus. The idea that they are is a lie, of which I promoted deliberately in order to achieve a more important goal. Please, sir, let me explain. I love how he's like he's thinking like Palmer going to be like, but and like no, no, no. Please, sir, let me explain. <laughs> About a month ago, I learned from my contact that a group of scientists from the Ukraine peace with Ukraine, uh, were trying to sell a weaponized virus on the open market. They were looking for a buyer with cash and credibility. And I'm Jack Bauer. I only managed to gain their interest when I suggested the Salazars. So this drug family from Mexico apparently have credibility and cash. Okay. As long as I could get the Salazars to agree, CTU would seize the virus as the sale took place. Our goal was to remove the virus stockpile from the marketplace because, Mr. President, it is without a doubt the most lethal threat we have ever faced. So 9-11, a nuclear bomb, uh, <laughs> nothing compared to this. It's kind of like the James Bond movie, the biggest thing James Bond will ever face. Um <laughs> 
but all of this hinged on me convincing the Salazars that I had switched sides. And the only way to gain their trust was to break romance, Rama, Ram, blah, 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 Ramon Salazar out of prison. Mr. President, I'm sorry for deceiving you. I still love you. Let's get lunch. But I assure you that it was being a benign deception. And I assume complete responsibility for my actions. Sir, sir, if... The- <laughs> <laughs> sir, you can't... <laughs> If things went wrong, you would have been exposed personally, legally, and politically. And this was the only way I could see to avoid that risk. But now it's time for you to know the truth. I'm asking you to allow CTU Director Almeida to coordinate the interdiction <laughs> dick, with the military so we can take possession of this virus and keep it from our enemies. Thank you, Mr. President. The men and women of CTU have done a good job pr- providing this message. Please support them. I'm Tom Cruise. Um, <laughs> now a few problems. Um, okay. <laughs> So this whole thing of delivering the body was Jack. Jack got this thing. So, but he's, like, gotten the Salazars on board and was like, hey, so Hector, we need you to, like, pretend to, like, ring up and be like, hey, Hector Salazar, we released a Cordillo. So, again, what the point was the point of Kyle? No point. That was just all, like, a big act job. Yeah. This poor, like, blonde kid from Pasadena is scarred for life now because he got caught up in this little thing. Um, why did Jack... Like, get in with the Salazars only to reveal he's with CTU, only to then try and go back. Like, couldn't there be this whole, like, skip this whole plan? Like, if this was really a big sting operation, could he have avoided Ramon getting arrested and revealing that he was with CTU so that he could trust him this whole way? Um, What about all the innocent guards at this prison that died because Jack? What about all the innocent other people that died because of Jack? Um, And Jack just, oh, I just got addicted to smack because, you know, I had to. And, like, Tony getting shot in the neck. Like, I mean, so those bad guys who were trying to get Kyle shot Tony for what reason? They were acting to pretend to, like, this whole thing. None of this makes sense. Like, again, I will say when I watched this, I was like, wow, that's cool. Like, they're so smart. Now it's shit. Like, now it's like I I get the idea of it. You watch this for the first time, you are kind of, like, blown away. It's kind of cool. Now, like, you just, there are so many holes in this. It makes absolute, and, like, Jack ringing up the president, like, this will be my last act for CTU. I'm going to go in alone. Like, you have implicated the president. You literally have. You've, like, basically told him that you're going to go rogue only for this to be, couldn't, isn't that the point where Jack should be like, hey, Mr. President, I'm not meant to tell you, this is a sting operation. This is completely secret. And can three people just keep this secret? Like, yeah. Like, like, is that a, admissible in court? Like, all three of us were in on this. Oh, well, that's fine then. Like, can I just, like, you, me, and Noah, just, like, like you know, oh, like, we're going to, like, fucking destroy, I don't know, Botswana. But, like, we're fine. We're all in on it. Don't tell the president. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all normal. It's completely fine. Hello to all our Botswana listeners. We won't destroy you. You're a nice country. Um... But, like, there's so many things wrong with this. And I just, like, have Tony and, and Gael just sitting there going, yeah, we're involved in a sting. And Jack, when did Jack have time to film this? Why was he, like, itching for a thing? Like, Tony yeah. set the camera up. How's my hair? Is my shirt look? Isn't it a nice shirt? You looking good? Well, and and how about how about these two things? One, how about Palmer having reaction to, he called me and had me cancel my debate. I will not yes. get reelected. Exactly. Then, well, how about when Jack was there, when Tony was shot in the neck, being like, uh, might want to bring a third person in on this. It's like, damn it. God damn, he was out in. That, I recorded that video and everything. I said, CTU Director yeah. Almeida. Now I have to overdub it. Yeah, I need you to let CTU Director Desla uh, take over. <laughs> 
Oh, the lighting was perfect and everything. Oh, come on. Oh, I was on. having a good hair day. You know, like you're the the um like at the time of recording this, the cliffhanger of Better Call Saul season six, how they had to like completely refilm it because a guy had a broken arm. Like he's oh, like, did they? He's like rushing it. Like, have you not watched it yet? No, I watched the the finale, but who had a broken arm? Oh, you you know what I'm talking about. Like when they had the they filmed uh, they took the photos of the judge. Remember? Oh, and, okay. I thought you were talking about one of the, the actors. I'm like one of the actors. No, 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 what no. What happened no, no. to Bob Odenkirk? That artist nearly died. That really <laughs> happened. Suffered enough. <laughs> no, the judge guy with the broken arm had that yeah, to redo yeah. the photos. Um, like I get, like okay, I feel like I'm being very critical because again, watching this live, it is like a cool twist. I liked it, and like in all seriousness. Like, as much as we're bagging out the writers of this, it's kind of like a cool little thing. It's kind of like, okay, let's try something a little bit different. And you get away with it when you're watching it for the first time. You're not thinking, Mm -hmm. you're not writing this show going like, oh, in 20 years' time, some podcast of two listeners are going to rip into the fact (laughs) that there's like 4,000 plot holes on this and it makes no sense. And this is, I think, one thing we've always got to put into context. So people who are maybe watching this for the first time and weren't around back then when this was a thing, weekly TV shows on network where like this, you didn't, had the joy of binging everything in like one day and like, you know, everything's there. This is how you had to watch TV. There was a cliffhanger and, oh, I'm going to tune in next week and, oh, look what they've done and, oh, who's the creepy guy on the phone at the end of the episode? Like, it was cool at the time and it made sense and you were drawn in. This is just what we watched. Um, mm-hmm. But just in hindsight, it does not hold up well. This is, as much as I like it, it's also kind of lazy. It's just kind of like, oh, fuck it, forget it. <laughs> You know, this this is almost the way of it was all a dream. Move on. You know, like it's it's lazy, but it's clever at the same time. If that makes sense. Yeah, and again, it's it's still such a huge improvement over season two. That like, I'm all oh, right shit, with yeah. it. Uh, Absolutely, like I, I, I'm ripping into it. I'm also all right with it too, in a weird way too, because yeah, fuck yes, way better than season two. We don't have like the freaking three stooges going. Where's my nuclear bomb? I'm gonna flat tire. Yeah, yeah, and like I, I also think we should give the writers. I mean, there's so much input that goes into a, a network TV show like this. I mean, you're gonna have the network's input. You're gonna have all the producers. You're gonna have the actors, and you know, it is entirely possible that they they were just given this mandate. You know, okay, well, episode eight, you need like a, a big reboot. And you need to really surprise, and maybe they got that several episodes in the season. Uh, for what they did, I mean, this would have been incredibly complicated to script. So who who is our writer this week? Was it Duppy? It was <laughs> Good Howard, old Duppy. Howard and Robert, Robert Cochran and Howard Gordon, the two of the, okay. the main writers. Yeah, like as as dumb as this is to uh, to actually try to talk about it and not find all the holes in, it would have been incredibly complicated to write. So I'll give, I'll give them some credit for that. Uh, but But yeah, it is frustrating when you've sat through eight episodes and you're told... Uh, none of that mattered. This is why I'm I'm even happier that we're for at least a few episodes more, because if everything was just sort of like full stop here at episode eight and then reboot, then you would always view this first third of the season as being like, well, you don't need to watch any of that. None of it matters. But at least we still have the Salazars kind of loosely tying together what we're going to get in the next act. And like it does, like you're right. And like it sets it up. And like. Yeah, pretty much everything in the first seven episodes is pointless. But in a weird way, like, we know that the virus is deadly. We, we, we've we learned all of that from your blonde doctor and all that kind of stuff that, you know, this is, you know, you're going to be dead within 24 hours, all this kind of stuff. We, we learn all that. We've got all that out of the way. Even with the Palmer stuff, it's kind of like, well, you know, he's got a, he's having a difficult time getting reelected. He's got some ghosts in his closet. It's political. It's, you know, it's whatever it is. Wendy Crewson, we were blessed to have Wendy Crewson on our screens for eight oh, episodes of, of we 24. Were. So, like, it kind of, you know, it works there. But, like, it's, 
there are other things that, is, again, we are nitpicking. It's what we do. Um, we've gone over a lot now in more than 50 episodes of this show about how, like, hey, this maybe doesn't hold up as well as we thought it does, but it's still thoroughly entertaining. This is still, like, great. Like, I mean, yeah. God, we're not we're not here doing, like, CSI, like, fucking 2003 and laughing at it every week going, ha, 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 they yeah. found the maggots in his penis. Like, I mean, it's... it's <laughs> This is still the best of network television in 2003. Like, yeah. You know, this is peak network TV. And, like, this is the thing. We're, we're spoiled for choice now, 20 years later, on how TV is. So, of course it is. But, I mean, in 20 years' time, if this is the norm again, and we're going to be like, oh, God, better call Soul, leaving big, awesome cliffhangers. Ugh, that was terrible and cheesy. Um, by the way, I, actually, no, I don't want to spoil it. I'm just, I'm Howard. What a man. Um, you, you, I thought you said you're Howard. <laughs> you are I the was. Howard of the Oz Network. <laughs> I am the Howard of the Oz Network, except I'm easily gullible and pretty with blonde hair <laughs> and I lose everything <laughs> that I love. Um, and I always enter the wrong room at the wrong time. Um, so that's the big setup basically for 24 for the rest of this season. So but essentially the virus is on the market. It's uh, It's yeah. on eBay. And for, we're gonna for the Ukrainians. The Ukraine. I mean, ooh, how do we how do we feel about Ukraine being involved in here? Yeah, yeah hold I, up I no longer I no longer stand with Ukraine. We've got to feel bad for like Ukraine in 2022, but all of a sudden now they're evil. Like all those evil Ukrainians are selling billion dollar virus. We'll get to the billion dollar part. Um, <laughs> but to the rest of like CTU, like Chloe and Adam, nothing to do. Uh, in this episode. Oh, are they even in it? Chloe has a line. She hands someone a folder and Adam's in the background with his arms crossed looking concerned. Um, <laughs> Michelle is just walking around staring at Tony. Uh, so Tony's been shot in the neck. <laughs> <laughs> and Tony's like to Chappelle. Chappelle's like, I'm your boss. And he's like, yes, but I've got the president on my side. So call him. Again, Chappelle, just a little <laughs> wimpy Chappelle, just like does what he's told. I love Tony. Like, So that, that, I guess the big plot twist is like Kim's like, hey, Tony, Chase is on the case. Grr, Chase, get me Mexican intelligence. Okay. Uh, and then Tony goes to his office, and I love how he's like trying to get a photo to like Mexican intelligence. Gotta say, that photo of Chase is just like some <laughs> like some <derp. laughs> Like, is that his CTU badge ID? Because he's just like somebody's gonna like put the photo in his face. He's like, do. <laughs> There's no what? second takes. This is a picture day. No wonder Tony collapses. Like, I mean, he just looked at this picture and goes, which can I just say? I fucking love Tony collapsing. Like, again, this guy's been shot in the neck. He's had surgery. He's just walked out. And then all of a sudden he's just gone, oh, doo-dee-doo-dee-doo, I'm Tony, I'm working. Oh, my neck. Falls on the ground. Then he gets up. All right. Pick yourself up. Dust yourself off. Start all over again. Um... Like, did you okay. did you pick up on the same thing I picked up on though? Like I, the amount of neck movements that that um, Carlos Bernard makes in this episode, like it's almost like he's moving his neck more. Every time somebody talks to him, it's not like he's like, oh, gotta hold this and then turn around. It's like boom, boom, like neck left, right. <laughs> no wonder he collapses. In <laughs> exactly, I'm watching this. I'm like, come on, just stop turning your neck and you won't collapse. <laughs> but I just, I just love that he just collapses, gets up. Oh no, dramatic Tony, like. Are we meant to be shocked? He's just got out of surgery. He just got shot in the neck. Of course he's got to collapse. If he didn't, I'd be shocked. I want him to collapse walking down the stairs. Um, so it's all basically like we're going to – Chase has gone dark. We need to get Chase basically some information that um, – like the role reversals. Like two episodes ago, Chase is like, Jack, we found Kyle. Now it's like, Chase, Jack's undercover. Um, so they're all like, guru, 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 find Chase. Michelle's all like, oh – 
this makes me wonder what you can, else you can keep for me. Which I'm sorry, Tony. Valid point. <laughs> like, I mean, this is your beloved wife who's like your co-in control, and you've kept it in the dark. I'm like, you know what? The job is what it is, Michelle. Still your wife. Like, I mean, what if you're like, as part of being undercover, I had to fuck half of the cartel. Otherwise, they wouldn't have been. But the job's what it is, Michelle. Like, that's what all cheaters say, Tony. What's uh, <laughs> the well, job? And, like, my problem with this is, okay, if she wasn't his coworker, like, everybody has certain confidentiality things with whatever their work might be where it's like, well, you I can't necessarily – yeah. <laughs> there's confidentiality things between you and Noah. <laughs> oh, there's yeah. at least no, that. <laughs> Noah's Noah is actually secretly uh, a Ukrainian agent saving the world. That's why he is not able to uh, join us constantly. Trying to d- destroy the world, according to Twenty Four. Shut up! That part uh, <laughs> wasn't meant to come out. But like, she is his second in command, and forget about getting shot in the neck. I mean, he he can't help. He shot, shot in the, in the neck. neck. <laughs> But like when he realized that everything was starting here, he probably should have at least had the backup plan. Like Michelle, in the event something happens to me, I'm going off. Everybody keeps telling him, "Stop going off site, Tony. You're running the show. You're 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 the the chase that runs the place. Like you're calling the shots. Don't go off site. You might get shot in the neck. Maybe he should say, in case anything happens to me, Michelle, you are the backup. So Which- there is there is a file that is marked Jack's uh, testimonial or whatever. You'll recognize it because he's having a good hair day. He won't want to retake that. <laughs> Not shit. And that's that's going to explain everything. Like I understand you can't tell her everything, but also you are the boss. It's not like, you know what? I was under orders not to tell. You are the highest up person there is that's given the orders, Tony. You can't which, say which, I was under orders. All the plot holes. Remember like back when Jack's all like, girl, Chase, you're fucking my daughter. You got to stay behind a desk. He sends Tony out to that mall. They're all involved in this little conspiracy. So why yeah. all of a sudden is Jack sending like one of the three people? And then also, can we just back up and remember, Gael kidnapped Kim. Like, is Jack like, no matter what it takes, Gael, you you remain under, you remain evil. Kidnap my daughter. You plow my daughter if you have to. Rape her. <laughs> just, just take complete control of her. You do whatever you want. She's hot and she swims. Like, I mean, like, seriously, like, all the plot holes. But, um, yeah, Tony got shot in the neck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what is he to throw that in any time? Just, just, Tony got shot in the neck. That's that's um, 2023's, uh, you know, this year's Wash Up on a Beach, 2023. Yeah. Tony got shot in the neck. <laughs> oh, actually, breaking news. We're going to talk about something on a tangent. Um, speaking of things that we're starting on this show, uh, let's just say Leslie Hope on a cougar. Uh, she's on yes. board. She wants to wear a T-shirt. So we finally posted the picture of Leslie Hope wearing the T-shirt. Uh, well, the, well, the the Terry on a cougar going, hey, why am I on a cougar? What am I doing here? <laughs> to which Leslie Hope replied, and literally I'll read it out. And, like, again, Leslie, if you're listening, hello, I hope you listen because that would be great. But, like, she basically replied with exactly what we were saying, like the best <laughs> things ever um, that she actually replied. She literally replied, how did I get here? Do I even like cats? I can't remember. And where are my shoes? Like, how did I get here? Where did I, where <laughs> I even, like, seriously. So, and then we replied saying, like, we want to make T-shirts. And Leslie Hope said she's on board with wearing a Terry on a Cougar T-shirt. So, Colin, get those magical fingers working and make those T-shirts and send one to Leslie Hope. <laughs> we need to see Leslie, do. Hoop, Leslie Hoop, Leslie Hope wearing a T-shirt of her on a Cougar with no shoes. What am I doing here? Where am I getting? Like, do it, do it, do it. And we really need to make it. Tony got shot in the neck shirt. Yeah. Too. 
It's just big bold letters. Tony got shot in the <laughs> neck. A bit, and then we get Carlos Bernard. Tony, uh, Carlos, say it. Tony got shot in the neck. Um, what else happens at CT? Oh, we meet Mexican car, not cartel, Mexican secret service man. Secret service man. He just happens to be in old El Paso. Uh, the plane lands. He shows up. Hey, Chase. Like, this is, plot's got a plot. I get it. But, like, he literally is like, Chase. I've got CTU on the line. They've got an important message. Can't he just literally be like, Chase, stop. Jackie's undercover. He's actually uh, doing for a mission. You need to back off. Oh, okay. Like, that's all yeah. you need to say. Why does he need to, like, add a third layer to it? Like, get on the phone. Because then Secret Service guy's going to get shot. And then he's going to die. Then Chase is going to get kidnapped and nearly killed by Jack. Like, y- you know, like, oh, plot's got a plot. Drama's got a drama. But, like, I mean, seriously, Mr. Secret Service, just say it right there. Like, you know, <laughs> like, it's, uh, anyway. Uh, and then Chase gets kidnapped and Jack pulls a gun to his head, nearly kills him, and then he's in the car. Shut up, Chase! Um, that's CTU and Chase. Anything to add? Yeah, th- this is going to be the most random reference ever, but have you ever seen The Da Vinci Code? I have never seen The Da Vinci Code, no. Okay. I've, I've never made it all the way through it. This is like my third time to try to watch it. The, the two sequels I thought were decent. But the, I, I've, they, they made two sequels, yes. <laughs> Uh, but uh, and how, a TV how, show how much now. of the code? There's a, what like this sounds like the sisters of the traveling pants. Like what can you else get? There's a code. Jesus found it. Like what? That's it. Like I mean, Jesus. Just, that is the plot twist of the Da Vinci Code. Jesus, I have found the code. I don't know what it's about. Tom Hanks is in it. Like that's about it. Like like what are they yeah. looking for? A code? Da Vinci's code? I don't know. Well, it's just there, there's one scene in that where like an airplane lands. And you're like, oh, no, they're going to get caught. There's people right outside the airplane who are going to intercept them. And then it's like, nobody's on the airplane. And then they'll do like this weird flashback showing this is how they got off the airplane. This is exactly the same way for me, Chase, because he lands and I'm trying to watch this. I'm like, how does he leave? How does he disappear? The airplane is empty. It's a self-flying airplane. Like, I, <laughs> I don't see any opportunity that Chase could have snuck out of this airplane <laughs> and stuck up on this guy. Um yeah, I mean, at this point, you're kind of looking at Chase as a bit of a boob anyways because you're like, <laughs> how how is he not know that Jack is undercover? Like, yes, I know it's Jack's fault or anything, but, like, he is now the only character who doesn't know. So everything you do, you're like, come on, Chase, get your head in the game. I, like, I, I completely agree with you, but at the same time, I kind of like it. I kind of like Jack and Chase against each other. Kind of like with Jack pulling the tree, you're like, ooh, Jack nearly killed Chase. Like, how do you recover from that? Like, you and I, we get kidnapped. I don't know why. And they're like... Ben, you've got to show that you really hate Colin. So, like, I put a gun to your head, click, bang, ha-ha, it's empty, you nearly killed your friend, get into the car. Like, you are not recovering from that. You're not just going, like, so, do you want to record on Thursday? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you nearly killed me. Like, you did kill me if there was a bullet in the gun. Like, I mean, come on. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Like, you've got to add Chase there for drama, I guess. Like, otherwise, what else is going to happen? Um, but <laughs> I love Chase is a bit of a boob. Um, <laughs> there's another have, t-shirt chase is a bit of a boob <laughs> and you have a little mini boob on there um <laughs> and on the back you add and also ages terribly uh <laughs> sign my shirt with the red wings <laughs> sign my shirt james badgedale um so the salazar's up there really actually isn't much of the salazar's like jack's chilling around the the village um and basically we find out that jack had to do this. He had to like come back up. Does he actually explain to Ramon why he was an agent? And then like, he's basically like, you were an agent. And he's like, yes, but I want money. Okay. Like <laughs> Ramon, he's on the ball here. Like Ramon, he's saying like, Oh, you're still evil. Uh, you're still an agent. Mm-hmm. But like, I love, 
I love how they explain this. It's like, we will buy this for a hundred million dollars. And it's like, yeah, right. And it's like, but then we can sell it to the North Koreans for a billion dollars. Like, aren't the North Koreans going to be there trying to buy it as well? Right? Like, are the North Koreans sitting around there going like, ah, fuck, we missed out on buying it for a hundred million dollars. Oh. So we'll buy it for a billion like, now there's a markup on it. I knew we should have acted. I like. I bought a PlayStation Five on the day it was released. Fuck, that was a hard thing to do. Right? I bought it for like seven hundred dollars. If I had missed out, I could have gone on to like eBay and all these other markets where people were selling it for like five thousand dollars. I didn't want it that much. Like, I yeah. mean, like, I'm not sitting there going, "Ah, oh, damn, I missed out on paying seven hundred dollars for it." I'm not gonna like come <laughs> back tomorrow or wait a week for them to put more on sale for seven hundred dollars. I'm gonna pay five thousand dollars for it. Yeah, like. Seriously, like North Korea, don't know much about them. I'm sure they're listening. They're probably going to like come and kill me or something like that. But like, I'm going to kill like, Noah. Well, exactly. Well, that's fine. Collateral damage. But like, it's like <laughs> I don't really think it's like the North Koreans are that dumb that they're all like, ah, shit, $100 million. Let's buy it for a billion dollars. Like, North Korea are like, aren't they like really poor, like outside of like their leader? Like, like they all they treat all their citizens like shit. <laughs> but if you live there, it's all for the good of the people. Um, yeah. <laughs> Like, yay, fearless leader. What's his name? Kim Jong-un. Il? Kim, Which one's he? Kim, Kim Jong-un. Kim Jong-un. He's a he's a nice looking man. Um, but <laughs> he looks like a baby face. Like, you don't want to like... Like, how is that man evil? Like, he's just like, he's like, oh, little cute little Kim Jong-un. You, you, you play with your nuclear bombs. Um, but yeah, anyway, so they're going to mark it up and then all we're going to make it... I love how they're like, oh, a billion dollars. It's like very Dr. Evil. One billion dollars. <laughs> Like, this is a bit jump the sharky that somehow all of a sudden, like, 24, they're going for the billion dollars. Um, Jack's all of a sudden in a room and we meet, uh, what's-her-face comes in uh, and she's all like, Jack slaps him. It's very uh, telenovela. It's all yeah. like, you left me. You said you would get me out of here. It's like, I still stand by my promise, Claudia. But you lie. You work for the police. It's like, no, I meant every word I said. Well, will you get me out now? Are you addicted to heroin? It's everywhere. Would you like me to get your fix? No, Claudia, no. Did you tell Hector about us? No, I would be dead. Oh, I will bring you some tea. Okay. We will make love by the sun in the moonlight. And then she just, like, walks off. Here in old El Paso. <laughs> would you like the soft or the hard shell? You get me a hard shell, Claudia. All my shell is hard around you. <laughs> Where is your boy? I love your boy. Um, it's like, okay, cool. Jack and Claudia fucked. Was, is this why him and Kate didn't work out? Because he was fucking Claudia behind the back? I mean, I, I think the heroin might have something to do with it too, but <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> They're just fucking injecting, fucking and injecting the Jack and Claudia story. <laughs> Inject my arm, baby. Yeah. Um, but like, okay. Add a bit of plot twist to it. Sure. But, um, I mean, what else really happens here? Chase shows up. Jack's wearing a cool brown leather jacket because cool. Um, oh, he Indiana calls up. Jones. <laughs> he calls up. Um, we meet. What's his face for the first time? Uh, Michael Amador. Amador. Saunders Light. Um, oh, the most Ukrainian sounding man I've ever seen. <laughs> I, I love how like, they answer the phone. Hello, Jack. Hello, Robert. <laughs> Michael. How are you? He's not cockney. He's like, hello, Jack. Uh, hello, Michael. How you doing? How are the kids? They're quite well, Jack. How is your daughter? <laughs> oh, yeah, working for CTU. Is she still swimming? Yes, yes, still swimming. Yes, got a great body. Okay, you've called me on a satellite phone. Yes, I have, yes. Call me, I will call you back. Okay, the number's one, two, three, four. Okay, Jack, stand by. I've got to do some admin. 
All right, thanks, Michael. We'll speak to you soon. And then Jack like, gets off the phone. They're going to call us back. Would you like a tea? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to call Ukrainian. back. <laughs> I know that's time. <laughs> but like, it's, it's like, I love like the politeness of this call. Like, this is all like, we're going to make a billion dollars and we're going to call. This is going to be, hello, Jack. <laughs> I'm not Saunders. You'll meet him later. Um, so it's kind of like, okay, we're going to buy his market. The North Koreans are dumb. They will pay a billion dollars for this. Um, it's like, all right, cool. Michael Amador. Great. I like Michael Amador. Again, he's not Saunders, but he's cool. You know, it's weird with these villains that I I think I was just so caught up in loving Joaquin de la Meda that I I, I slept on the other two villains because I always thought that, um, uh, (laughs) uh, but I always thought that like, (laughs) (laughs) Did they have good bone structure, lumbar support? Soft and smooth. Uh, <laughs> Did they shoot but, you in the uh, neck? <laughs> but, like, I always thought, like, Amador was, like, okay, Amador was, like, obviously the more boring villain, but I thought Saunders was too over the top. And nah, already, already I kind of, like, you know, what I found boring about Amador, now I look at it as, like, it's just kind of, like, subtly evil, like, Joaquin de Almeida is so in your face. And and typically I don't go for like the over the top type performances. I like really subtle, but I think Joaquin de Almeida is just so good at what he does that I just wanted more of him. And I, I didn't bother giving any credit to Amador. And I'm going to be curious when we get to Saunders to see if I have a change of heart in him as well. See, I think like Saunders is very subtle. I think Saunders does that in such a way where he's kind of like, he's got a layer where he can get a bit evil, but he's just so like subtly evil. Like I, I think, you know, Saunders reminds me of almost like a fring. Like he's, Maybe not as, you know, evil, evil as Fring, but I don't know. I love Saunders. But yeah, Amador's, you know, hello, Jack. How are the kids? Um, yeah, I don't know if I've missed anything else there, but uh, Claudia and Jack are fucking and we meet it's, Michael Amador. Cool. Like, I, I really like how they've revealed the 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 Jack-Claudia thing because it, 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 it's not in your face. They set it up over the course of several weeks. They planted seeds without really letting you in on what was going on until this scene. And this actress, again, another, another actor that I don't think I gave enough credit to because originally just sort of looked at, Oh, this is the telenovela storyline or whatever, but like she really delivers with this character. Like every time she says, she surprises you because you think she's kind of this quiet, you know, Oh, I'm, I'm the one who's being held here against my will. And Oh, my poor father and everything. You're like, no, she's kind of the godfather of this, you know, Mm. like she's obviously trying to get out of this business or this life or whatever, but like, she's a bit of a puppet master. And I think that she handles it really well. Uh, I also really like the key, for Sutherland, the, the, you can see a lot of guilt in his face in the scene. So this is actually one of the better dramatic scenes that the show's had this season. Um, but I mean, it, it's so implausible that, you know, Jack's going to be able to come in here and talk his way out of it. I, I don't know whether it makes Hector look really dumb that every single thing, don't worry, don't worry. You know, Jack told me this, Jack told me this, but it definitely makes Ramon look that much smarter as a villain. He's, he's might be the smartest villain we've had up until this point, because He's 100% on the right track with Jack, like Jack's track. He's on the Jack track. Right on the right track with Jack. Coming up next on K7234FM. Following Chase on the case. Uh, And Tony got shot in the neck. (laughs) But, uh, But yeah, like he knows everything that's going on. And he's not fooled in any way. And and the scene that we're going to have with the the gun coming up later, I mean, we'll, can't wait to talk about that. I mean, that, that again, one of the, that's the thing. This episode, there's not like big. There's the big big moment with uh, with Ted's death, but outside of that, it's a lot of really small moments that are just handled really well. 
And I, I, I just, I love the way that all these actors play together. And I, you're not going to cast, okay, when you're casting a show, maybe when they're casting um, James Badge Dale, they're going to be like, all right, we want you to have a reading with uh, Alicia Cuthbert. We want you to have a reading with Kiefer Sutherland. But you're not going to have that with all these actors. And the fact that they have, you know, uh, what's her name that plays Claudia and, and uh, Vincent Loresca. Vanessa Vanessa Felito and uh, Vincent Loresca and Joaquin Del Almeida and Kiefer Sutherland and throw James Badge Dale in here. You got like five actors who are all playing off each other in this episode so well where you feel like they cast them for the purpose of this scene, but they didn't. So as, as dumb as some of this episode is, like the acting is top notch. One thing, well, two things I want to add. You're right. Because uh, the, the Kiefer scene when he's basically like, you know, fuck the government. My wife died. I want $15 million. You know, I'm, I'm sick of uh, putting my ass in the line. That's a cool little speech. And like, you, like, you know, Jack's lying, but like at the same time, you kind of believe Jack. Cause you're kind of like, well, yeah, mm-hmm. this guy's done a fucking lot and he gets nothing in return. Um, the other thing too, that I uh, want to point out, we're acting. Um, yeah. Claudia learned to slap better. Like that was like the weakest slap. Like, <laughs> like I saw Will Smith do that in front of a large audience. Like, <laughs> learn from Will. Hashtag learn from Will. Um, <laughs> But, um, yeah, like, this episode is, yeah. Um, again, I'm not yeah. going to bin it, but, like, I don't know. Um, anything else to add before we look at some trivia? Uh, oh, I, I realized I thought you hadn't even covered the whole, you know, pulling a gun on Chase. Um, or maybe Oh, up. I, I kind of loved that in before when Chase was there. Like, it's, you know, yeah. like, it's, well, it's basically the bit there, it's kind of like Chase shows up and Jack's all like, oh, I'm not with him. And then they're all like, hey, if he's really not with you, then you should kill him, which is kind of cool. Like, I, I, I like that. And then Jack gets a gun out. Click, bang. Oh, haha. Guess what? There was no bullet in there. Honestly, like, here's the thing. How cool would that be if, like, there was a bullet in the gun they just killed Chase? Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I like what we get with Chase for the rest of the season, but that would have been like, holy fuck. They actually just, wow. Okay. Like that would have been pretty shocking. But um, yeah, like it's, it's the thing that doesn't make sense to me is when Jack gets in the car and he's like, shut up, Chase. If you want to get out of this, shut up. Like he's got a guard holding Chase and a driver in the car. Aren't those guards going to be like, um, Hector, Ramon, yeah. um, like I think they're actually together because they're kind of talking to each other weirdly like they're, they're in on this. Like that doesn't yeah. make sense. But yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a shocking moment. <laughs> yeah, and I, the, my only, I think the thing I'm dissatisfied with this is that I feel like the cliffhanger they do have, where it's like Jack's looking at his watch. No, no, not my watch. And then it's like, oh, the watch his transponder. The tracker. Just, yeah. yeah, his transponder went dead. Like that's a, a bad cliffhanger. And I was trying to think. I'm like, the big moment here is when he pulls the trigger on Chase because Jack legitimately doesn't know the gun's not loaded, but. In comparison to the Russian roulette where he's like, it's okay to the guard. It's like, you could do this. You can do this. And now here he's like, I'm sorry, Chase. And then he just pulls the trigger. Like Jack has no hesitation. Mm. So just seeing like how deep Jack is and how committed he is to this operation, as dumb as it is to throw this operation in at the last minute where it's like, oh yeah, you know, this is what we're going to do. We were, we were planning this from day one before Tony got shot in the neck and before Gael was a traitor. Shot uh, this neck. was all the plan. <laughs> this was all our plan. Uh, the way that he just so coolly pulls the trigger and doesn't even blink. And then he's almost, wait a second. I thought you'd be dead. Yeah. Like it, it's really well played on Jack's, but not even keep yourself in the performance, but Jack playing the part. Now we got, he's the guy playing the guy, playing the guy. <laughs> but uh, that I, I wish that even though it's not a cliffhanger, like a cliffhanger would be, he's about to pull the trigger and then, doot, doot. but like, I think you should have ended this episode with he pulls the trigger and then you find out it's empty and then it's like, haha, we got more plans, right? Yeah. Just end it like that. This transponder thing doesn't work at all because nobody knows about the transponder. Nobody cares about the transponder. 
And then the way it's revealed, you know, he's looking at his watch. The transponder is dead. I'm like, no, I just want to, I don't care if it's not a traditional cliffhanger. I want to end it on the the fake shooting a chase. Like that's the way you end this episode. It just reminds you, Kitsan Transponder. It reminds me of Friends on the uh, episode where they're doing the trivia thing, and Rachel's like, "Oh, oh, he's a tran transponder. That's not even a word." <laughs> um, you're right though, because like they kind of just play that. Mo- Again, go back to my point. Like Jack literally pretty much killed Chase, and Chase like Chase shouldn't forgive him for that. So like they're in the truck, and he's just like, "Shut up!" Like Chase should be like, "No, you killed me. I'm dead right now because of you." Like it's Jack Chase shouldn't recover from that. Like I'm not dating your daughter anymore. You're fucked. Like, you're weird. I don't know what you're at my... What if they got married? What if there was a happy ending for this? And all of a sudden, Jack and Jack's at, like, you know, walking Kim down the aisle while Chase and Kim are getting married. And they're doing the speeches at, like, the wedding. He's like, ding, 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 ding. All right, to everyone for coming. Thank you uh, to uh, my family, mum, dad. You know, thanks for coming in from Pittsburgh. Great to see you. Um, Kim's family, uh, not many. Uh, Jack, uh, remember that time you nearly killed me? Hey, Aunt Carol. <laughs> oh, hey, Aunt Carol. Thanks for coming in from San Jose or Santa Barbara, wherever the fuck you're from. <laughs> Nuclear bomb, you're safe from that. But yeah, Jack, that time you pulled the trigger on my head and addicted to heroin. Oh, lol, those were the times. Oh, sorry, I wasn't meant to say that gulp. You know, thanks for coming. Uh, to Mr. and Mrs. Bauer. Uh, well, no, Mr. and Mrs. Edmonds. Um, yeah, this, there's no real trivia. The trivia in the book it basically relates to next week when um, Jack gets his magic pill to cure him from heroin disease. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, the trivia says, the pill does not exist. The writers made that up. Well, thank you. You think? <laughs> the, I'm sure if the cure for heroin was in a pill, uh, we would have no heroin addicts. Uh, thanks for clearing that up, 24 <laughs> guy. <laughs> there is no cure for cancer. The writers made that up. Ah, oh, like... Do, do they need? Is there a Jurassic Park guidebook? Like, there is no way of cure, uh, cloning dinosaurs. The writers made that up. Ah, oh, <laughs> come on, no. Um, what are you doing with this episode? Uh, I'm I'm gonna rent it, and I, I I'm kind of flip flopping on where I'm gonna rent it, where I'm gonna rank it. But I mean, I think it's a lower rent. Um, I, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna rank this at number forty one, which is going to be my lowest. Rent of season three, two spots lower than episode seven, which was last week. There we the go. Force Awakens. Um, I am also renting it. This is my third rent in a row. So after buying the first, what, like five episodes, I've rented the next three. Uh, and this is, oh no, I rented four in a row in season two. Is this your, you've rented two in a row. Uh, no, you rented three in a row in season one. Mm. So yeah. You've you've rented yeah, two I've, in a row a few times, but you've rented I three in a row. I haven't binned anything this season. I've Neither have only I. bought I bought three and I've rented five, but you no haven't been you haven't been to anything since episode nineteen of season two. I haven't been to anything since episode twenty of season two. So we're on a bit of a streak. It's the longest streak, I think. Uh, for you it is a longer streak. Oh, maybe not. There's a period in a season. Ah, I can't be bothered doing the maths. Anyway, um, <laughs> this is also my lowest, uh, rent, my lowest ranked episode of this season. I've got this at 47th, uh, just below episode 10 of season one and just above season two, episode 12. So I've got this three spots ahead of the first bin. So it's a very low rent. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it is an episode of. 24 uh next week i haven't watched it yet but uh again let's uh let's read the synopsis for next week to get people in the mood for magic pill episode i believe next week um president david palmer clears Anne's name with the press well thank 
God. <laughs> but a new situation brews involving Wayne and one of Palmer's biggest contrib- contributors, contributors, Kim Bauer and Michelle Dessler worry about Tony's ability to make decisions because he got shot in the neck. While Jack <laughs> Bauer and the Salazars face an unexpected competitor in buying the virus. Oh, we get a returning character next week. Big name yes. character next week. Might rhyme with Gina. Uh, <laughs> Torres. <laughs> it's the N-word. Um, <laughs> she's in it next week. Um, but uh, get excited for that. Um, yeah, cool. Uh, listen to all the stuff about um, Patreon at the end. Uh, we're about the time this has been released, Elvis has entered the building because I believe that's about out now. Um, Colin, without seeing the movie, but pretending you've seen the movie, what did you think of Austin Butler as Elvis? Oh, I thought he was the second or third greatest Elvis of all time behind Elvis the original and Elvis, the fat Elvis. Um, <laughs> they were, they were totally two different people. <laughs> I thought Austin Butler was Australian, but he's not, he's American. Oh, well they filmed oh. it in Australia. So um, he's a good looking man. Austin. He's a good looking man. Austin Butler. That's, that's a man. Don't know who that's he is. That's a man right there. Have you, have you seen him in anything before? Never. Uh, mm. And uh, he, you know, what's weird is that he doesn't in the movie, he doesn't even necessarily look that much like Elvis. Oh, but, I disagree. Uh, he looks very much like Elvis. Okay. Well. Yeah. He was, I'm um, seeing him here. He was in uh, Masters of the Air. Uh, he's going to be in June part two. Good for him. Ooh. He was in the Carrie Diaries. Uh, oh, that's what I know him from. He was in Switched at Birth. Um, CSI oh, that's New the other York. Thing I know him from. Uh, Life Unexpected. Ah, uh, oh, Ruby and the Rock with the Rockets. That's where I know him from. Oh, Zoe 101. There he is. <laughs> Hannah Montana. <laughs> wow. This guy had a mat. Like, seriously, this is obviously going to blow up and he's going to be like a big star now. But um, good for Austin Butler for being a good looking guy and playing Elvis. So, uh, yes. We, <laughs> yeah, not, we will, n- not the fat Elvis. Not fat Elvis. And Tom Hanks. I can't believe Tom Hanks was Elvis. That man can play anything. <laughs> um, but we will be talking about Elvis, uh, which as being a Baz Luhrmann film, we know it's going to be either really good or really bad. Uh, there's never an in-between. But uh, also, Breaking Bad coverage. Uh, we wrapped up our Obi-Wan coverage recently. Oh, I can't believe Padme was in it all all along. Good for her. Uh, and Thor coming soon next month. Um, oh, I can't believe Padme was in that all along. Oh, did you see the new poster they released of her in it? I want it on my wall. Natalie Portman. <laughs> you, even you slightly attracted attracted to Natalie Portman with the buff arms. <laughs> Well, I, I said that I, I appreciate her committal to actually getting in shape for the movie. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> she got into shape for Star Wars Episode Two. You saw her get half ripped off in that shirt. <laughs> if that's not in shape, then you need some eyes, my friend. Um, uh, remember, as always, Tony got shot in the neck. My name is Ben, <laughs> and I'm sorry for deceiving you. And my name is Colin, and we're all pretty ripped up here. Thanks for downloading this episode of the Oz Network. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to the podcast via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or by copying our RSS feed into your preferred podcast provider. And while you're there, please drop us a rating and leave us some feedback. You can also be sure to stay up to date with all the latest episodes and happenings from the show, as well as finding out how you can get involved in upcoming episodes by following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as getting everything you need under one roof at theoznetwork.net. Thanks again for listening, and we'll speak to you next time.
Do you like exclusive stuff? Yes, sir. Do you like having access to your favourite podcast hosts in a way like never before? Yeah, absolutely. Do you wish you had access to our old Survivor Oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online? Oh, yeah. If you answered yes to one, two or all of those questions, then get excited because the Oz Network is now on Patreon. That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made.